Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Austin Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll provide our listeners with an exclusive interview I conducted with First American Financial's Deputy Chief Economist, Odetta Kushi. In this interview, Kushi discusses how the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted the U.S. housing market and what it could mean for this year's home buying demand. But before we dive in, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today, I am joined with Odetta Kushi, the Deputy Chief Economist at First American Financial Corporation. Thank you for joining us today, Odetta. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Well, Odetta, as you know, it's been an extremely tumultuous time in the housing industry as the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted every aspect of housing, whether that be purchase volume, home building, mortgage rates, or forbearance. Today, I just want to discuss how all of these factors will impact this year's home buying demand. So my first question for you today is, in your expert opinion, how dramatically has COVID-19 impacted this year's housing market? Yeah, that's a great question. So the biggest impact that COVID-19 has had on the housing market today is actually in inventory. And the reason for that is because existing homeowners are very reluctant to sell their homes, whether it be because of the economic uncertainty or because of just the health concerns of showing their homes. And so that's resulted in record low inventory. And also we just saw recently that April's home sales numbers were down 17% relative to one year ago. So that's really been the biggest uh, kind of impact on the housing market. I would say uh, a secondary impact is also the lending standards, which have tightened quite a bit. Uh, You've seen a lot of lenders that have tightened lending standards where the credit score minimum is now 700 and they're requiring a 20% down payment to buy that first home and that again is in response to that economic uncertainty as well. So you mentioned lending credits tightening. Is this going to have a long-term impact on these borrowers that are hoping to get into homes? So some of those borrowers tend to be first-time home buyers. We know from looking at the data that first-time home buyers have lower credit scores and traditionally put down uh, less than repeat home buyers. And so we think that there'll be a disproportionate impact to potential first-time home buyers, but it's it's very likely that those lending standards will change once the economy starts to improve and some of that economic uncertainty is lifted. All right. Well, another issue the housing industry has been having is an inventory problem. Prior to COVID-19, the United States already had a significant housing inventory issue. Has the virus worsened home building prospects? That's a great question. And there's really kind of two sides to this. The first one is the inventory of existing homes available for sale. Now that's, you know, by definition to have an existing home sale, you need to have an existing homeowner sell that home and existing homeowners are feeling quite hesitant. And so we've seen 10 year length or how long someone stays in that home jump in March and April. And that's really a response to kind of the hesitancy on the part of existing homeowners for new home sales. We saw in April that home builders, uh, housing starts, housing permits, 
housing completions all fell by double digits. And that's due to some of that uncertainty as well. The bright spot is that home builder confidence was up in May, indicating that home builders are actually responding to the low mortgage rates and to the fact that purchase applications have risen for the fifth straight week in a row. And so there is some light at the end of the tunnel here, but I do think that the April report will have some bearing on future supply. Well, a huge topic that we've also been discussing during April is mortgage rates. Mortgage rates continue to hover near historic lows, and data shows home buying demand is climbing. What does that mean for home prices, especially if inventory is such an issue right now? Right. So Econ 101, you know, increasing demand against limited supply results in house price depreciation. And so we certainly don't expect house prices to necessarily fall. Um, house prices are downside sticky. So existing homeowners, when they sell, rather than reduce the price of their home, they just wait it out for a little bit longer. And so we don't expect houses to fall, but they could in fact rise or house price appreciation could rise in response to the exact dynamic that you were explaining, which is we're having this pent up demand um, come back up and we don't have enough supply to meet that demand, which just results in uh, house price appreciation to grow. So this brings me to my next question. Do you think the housing market will have a spring home buying season, especially with all these factors playing a role in whether home buyers are going out to buy homes or people are listing their homes? So I think the spring home buying season is going to be deferred into the summer. So we're starting to see you know, the fifth straight week of purchase applications rising. And in the most recent week, it was almost to the level of, of last year around this time. So we're starting to see that bump in, in purchase applications a little bit later in the season. And I think that what we're anticipating is a longer summer home buying season. So that demand, all that pent up demand is just showing up a little bit later. It's demand deferred, if you will. So what would a summer home buying season look like, especially with COVID-19? Will we see people going door to door looking for homes or is it going to be more virtual online listings or how, how do you think that's going to play out? I think the real estate industry is really using technology to its advantage. Um, and I think it really will depend on the shelter in place orders and kind of what's what's being allowed to happen. It seems that home sales are still occurring in this virtual environment. And so I anticipate that will continue to happen. But I think as some of the shelter in place orders are lifted, uh, maybe we'll have uh, some more open houses in, in places where they feel confident to do so. Which brings me to my next question. We've seen all these factors, inventory being too low, uh, mortgage rates hovering near historic lows. All these factors are projected to impact the housing market. But my question for you is, how long term will these factors actually impact the market? So I think a lot of the impacts that we're seeing right now are relatively short term. It's hard to see in the long term because I think that will depend on kind of the duration of the pandemic and, and kind of what happens with the shelter in place orders. What might have a, a longer impact is actually some of the preferences that we have for the types of homes that we're interested in. So you're seeing people start to respond with things like, we really want to buy a home with more common space with a bigger backyard. And so that could have a, a little bit of a longer impact, but I think the rest really remains to be seen and will be pretty dependent on the path of this virus. All right. My last question for you today is, do you think there's anything else the industry needs to know or needs to be aware of concerning this year's market? So I think I'll just say that looking at the historical data, we find that the housing market traditionally fares well in times of recessions, um, with one great exception being the, the great financial crisis. And so we expect housing to kind of lead us out of this um, out of this recession and into the recovery, which is a role that housing has traditionally played in past recessions. All right. Well, Odetta, thank you for joining us today. I'm sure a lot of our listeners had a lot of questions and I hope we gave them their answers. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Of course. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the Daily Download today, and we'll be back again Monday to share the top news stories of the day.